0: Many in the past debated the origins of this unique day of celebration. Whether a secret code amongst high school kids in the 70s to encrypt from their parents, coordinating efforts to smoke pot with friends, or as an alleged police code to flag questionable and suspicious activity by cannabis consumers. Few would argue that 420, if for nothing else, has morphed and evolved into a celebration shared around the world by hundreds of thousands to appreciate the progress made the social acceptance of cannabis and legalization. For the commercial cannabis industry, April marks itself as the busiest time of year, far surpassing that of the winter holiday season. Processes work seemingly around the clock for the better part of three to four weeks prior to the event to package and deliver product in an effort to support the big day. This year in particular was forecasted to be a unique consideration that once a century occurrence of the fourth month in the 20th year and the first ever since the mythical legend of 420 began. Although the envisioned month-long celebration may have been constrained, it is 420 after all, and folks around the world will yet again, in their own way, give nod to the most brilliant of holidays. Welcome everyone, this is Pot Talk. Happy 420, everyone. We definitely have uh, quite the consequences of the moment upon us in this particular 420. Uh, so let me first at least uh, start off and extend well wishes to everyone. I know we are definitely in unique times. Uh, I certainly in preparation for this particular show was actually casted or produced a uh, months ago and decided to uh, redo this particular episode under uh, under the circumstances I want to make it more relevant up to date in terms of what's all going on around the world because this is a unique 420 for everyone because you don't get to quite celebrate the way we normally do uh, so at least in me first extend well wishes, everyone I hope everyone finds this you and your family and, and uh, the best state of health as possible uh, hope those extended family and friends you know, they are all well and we all stay hopeful that we once again will be able to celebrate uh, this great day in the way we're more accustomed to uh, and have many more fun fun times in the future you guys stay hopeful and look forward to the ahead so I did want to kind of since I kind of cracked the egg and shared I told you that I had already had a previous produced 420 special. I thought it might be relevant, to at least, kind of give you a little bit of background about where Pot Talk came from, and how we kind of got to this point today. So, the initial planning for Pot Talk began back in November, December last year, and into January. And our original goal was to uh, launch the podcast portion, kind of everything, if you will, uh, podcast in, in terms of getting YouTube up. Uh, Getting the web page up, getting the Facebook page kind of up and going, Instagram page, getting all those things kind of live. February first, that was the original goal, and so set out in the beginning of January, in late, late December, excuse me, late December, to kind of plan out some of the podcasts, what, what subjects we wanted to cover, you know, who who was going to get to help with the podcast because one of the things I really wanted to focus on was getting folks within the industry, folks I'd worked with and had experience with to come and share uh, what, what they've learned or what they're kind of going through and kind of how they solve a lot of the problem and challenges of this is just very new and fun industry. And so that was the, the intent was to kind of get all that going in February. And then as I was getting a few podcasts put together, I came across a, great article that uh, was written by a guy by the name of Jim Harmer, and it was wrote the 21 Tips for Launching a Podcast and Getting Subscribers Fast, and one of the things he pointed out in his article amongst the 21, the one that stuck, stuck out to me the most, was he mentioned to, to have 10 episodes produced before you launch, and at the time I was reading this, I, I had only produced three, and I, figured, and I thought that was going to be a sufficient enough start to get started in February, be able to coordinate with all my you know, my friends and colleagues within the industry, to kind of get some, you know, a schedule built, if you will, and heeding his advice, because it seemed to make sense, because he, he cautioned about getting burned out too quickly, not having enough content ready to go, so I changed the schedule, that's why we started the, the launch in march when we came out with the first podcast uh, that gave it more time to produce so all that being said kind of the background for pot talk and how we got here all these episodes up to this point have been previous produced previously produced back in january <laughs> and we've been sitting in the, the can if you will uh just come you know so i can do one one release per week and to be able to have uh, a library already going so whenever i would have to be challenged with running out of Content information, and then lo and behold, uh, no one could have obviously forecasted uh, this crazy and terrible pandemic that we're all having to contend with. Uh, so that that's thrown a wrinkle into trying to maintain and follow the the social guidance or social distancing inherent uh, guidances and directives to be able to get out and continue the to, to face-to-face communication with the, with those in the industry. So. This is gonna be the first kind of episode where it's just gonna be me on it, and uh, but I still want to kind of just jump into just some of the a little background, or not background, I guess if you will, just talk about four twenty and and kind of how the, the uniqueness of the time for us what we're going through now, and a little bit about the coronavirus and how that's kind of affecting us uh, as individuals, as those of us who are cannabis consumers, and you know the industry. So uh, like four four. What I think is interesting this year for most is that this year is supposed to be the the once in a century fourth month of the twentieth year. Had a lot of it was the first in cannabis culture history. There was planned all sorts of industry festivals. Uh, I was even planning on going to the convention in Detroit in early April for what is called a Canacon. Those of you who've never been to a Canacon, it's a great convention. Kind of covers the whole gamut of the inside of the industry, from from packaging to support equipment to growing equipment uh, to marketing, the the whole the whole gamut. And so, of course, unfortunately, that all those sorts of things have been, you know, canceled, and we're now contending with a new way of celebrating. So, but the industry is still going on. Uh, the the interesting thing about uh, the industry has been deemed by most places as being essential work. And that's thankfully allowed folks to continue uh, providing canvas to those who are needed, particularly. Uh, so the industry is, very, is still working hard. They're you're certainly working within the constraints and restrictions and kind of directives that states were giving them. Uh, they're following their social distancing and their stores are limiting like the number of patrons that can come in at any one time. So if you go outside stores, you'll see uh, some, some lines that are extending around Outside the building, where people are maintaining, you know, quite right the distance actually, and they take their time. They're very patient. They go to the stores, and and with that, you're still seeing the, the processors, you know, working tirelessly these past few weeks to try to get product packaged up, put together, and get it out to the stores. The stores is they're they're still bringing in the uh, the warmth, if you will, of the celebration, and trying the best they can to. To uh, number one, make sure you know, public safety is of the utmost importance to everyone, uh, but still be able to bring a, a good source of ray of sunshine, I guess, if you will, into our, our daily lives, all under the circumstances. So, with that, as I was saying Japan, I say Kampai pie with my ocha, my tea, and wish everyone happy 420. Uh, a bit, I was asked a kind of a unique question, considering the time. That does canvas in any way have any kind of positive effects in dealing with coronavirus? So let me first throw out the most important disclaimer of all. I am in no way a medical professional. I, although I have completed four years of graduate studies, there was nothing nothing in the area of science biology, health, any of that. I was, I was a business guy and uh, organizational leadership uh, guy, so I know nothing. I'm not trained in any sort of medical field, so I'm not qualified to, to extend any sense of uh, medical advice in this particular discussion. So with that being said, the, the question was, uh, can cannabis provide any positive effects in dealing with this coronavirus and the short answer is no one knows obviously I think is highly improbable that any data exists anywhere in the world that would try to link somehow cannabis with uh, helping corona, coronavirus or in whether it's in treatment or in, in any sort of preventative way I just can't I couldn't possibly imagine with that thing with the with the virus being so new to the world, I couldn't possibly imagine anyone has any sense of data on that particular subject. Uh, especially too, with the the priority of effort by all those is to try to stopping the spread of this thing, and you know I don't think anyone's putting that kind of effort into studying cannabis and its effect with uh, coronavirus at this particular moment. Uh, there is kind of probably a myth that it may be worth at least. Debunking to some degree is in that some may have an idea that cannabis cures things, and that would be a myth thus far, because there's not anything that's known that cannabis is known to cure. Uh, it has shown a lot of positive outcomes in treating symptoms, anecdotal outcomes of treating symptoms of things, but is that known to actually cure anything? So to, to say that even start with the discussion and say that cannabis may somehow cure, uh, coronavirus will certainly be a myth. It's uh, definitely to be the furthest thing from the truth that there's not known to cure anything. Uh, so that you can't even go that far. So it's the, the, uh, there are concerns amongst I have, I have heard concerns amongst uh, medical practitioners regarding inhalation in cannabis. Which, that could certainly, that makes logical sense considering that viruses of respiratory disease. Uh, I know. I think it's safe to say that all doctors and medical practitioners want us to have healthy lungs, and given the choice, they would probably prefer that lungs didn't have smoke and vape in them. So I, the uh, there, I can't. I personally can't debase or denigrate any medical pra- practitioner for their concerns regarding inhalation of cannabis. Uh, that, with that being said, it's uh, possible for folks maybe to consider edibles if that's an option to you so that you can avoid inhalation. At the end of the day, I know everybody just wants to be healthy, of course. Uh, so if I can see where the doctors have concern about any sort of inhalation. Uh, and for those who have an edible option or prefer edibles, again, let me put another disclaimer, just as a reminder, I'm not a dietitian. I've not practiced or studied anything in the medical field or biological field. It's uh, it's just a different form of cannabis consumption, obviously, is the edible. Personally, I prefer cannabis treats. My favorite being the s'more. If you have the ability to get your hands on some cannabis oil, or if you already have have cannabis oil and you want to make yourself a few few treats of your own, there's a great book out called Marijuana Edibles, 40 Easy and Delicious Cannabis Infused Desserts, has some great, great treats in there. Maybe that's something you use for a little celebratory, Uh, some for those who like to cook. Uh, My favorite is a s'more. If you can imagine a chocolate infused, the chocolate is infused with the cannabis oil and the mar- marshmallow dipped in chocolate fudge, rolled in graham cracker, slightly chilled. That's my fav- most favorite treat, the uh, cannabis s'more. So we, so I guess you look. want to make sure that we stay looking forward to We stay positive. I uh, hope everyone has a great celebrate, a great 420. I uh, definitely want everyone to stay safe. Please follow the, the guidance of all of your local officials. And I think we could wisely say it's safe to say. Certainly don't go sharing. This is not the time to puff puff give. But we certainly enjoy the day. If nothing else, we could cheers one another and say happy 420. And we look forward to many great 4- 420s in the future. So thanks for all your time. This is kind of a short episode, uh, but just want to take a moment and celebrate 420 with everyone and wish everyone well. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Make sure you get into or check out Pottalk. Get on Pottalk.org and get connected with all the social media outlets we have, Facebook, Instagram. Get subscribed to the YouTube channel so you can see the update videos that are coming out. And look forward to more podcasts and episodes in the future. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.